today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. I want to talk some football. Uh, finally, because we're going to get football here on this side of the border. The CFL will play this year. Yes, the Great Cup is going to be at, uh, at Tim Horton Field in Hamilton. And yes, the Tiger Cats uh, are going to be very competitive this year. And I think, as a matter of fact, they just got a lot better with the, what they did in the uh, CFL draft yesterday. Joining us to talk about this is Drew Alabang. Drew is the Senior Director of Personnel and Co-Manager of Football Operations with the Tiger Cats. Uh, Drew, great to have you on the program. Thanks so much for joining us today. Yes, uh, Bill, thanks for uh, for having me. Well, I'm glad you could spend a few minutes with us because I know that you're usually up, you know, up and down looking at charts and, and statistics and everything else. Because this is a 365-day-a-year job, isn't it? Tracking who's going on in, in college football and not just on this side of the border, but Canadians playing down there too. It's it's an onerous task, but uh, I think it paid off for you in a big way yesterday. Yeah, no, it uh, it is quite a, a process um, with our draft players. I mean, it uh, maybe even starts uh, for some of them kind of uh, right when they enter. Uh, university or or even kind of in between that that high school to to university uh, recruiting phase you kind of start to to learn about uh, some of the exciting uh, players that are going to be coming up through through the ranks and and kind of in that that last uh, what you'll call their draft year is kind of when you you zero in on them and, and start to to do your your work and uh, and study of them as a, a football player and and a person which is difficult at the best of times, but how much more difficult was it over the last little while, Drew? Because uh, they didn't play football last year, an awful lot of them anyway. Uh, so you don't have that last year. You don't have those those current statistics on that. Uh, is is there a question about, well, are they, are they still on that trajectory that I thought they were going to be on? Is is it a little more of a throwing a dart at the dartboard here, or do you I feel like still pretty confident about what's going on and who you're going to get? Yeah, no, I mean, it was definitely uh... – I would just call it different. I, I mean, uh, we did we did have some players that played, um, you know, a, a typical fall football season, yeah. and there was actually some players in this draft that that just played last month. They had a a mini spring season, and, and then you had all the Canadian universities that that didn't um, play in 2020. Um, so, you know, for them, we we used their their 2019 film and. You know, everyone. I think everyone across the league got a bit creative. The players got creative with with sending, um, you know, some some of the latest uh, video of them, you know, doing different drills, whether it was drills we requested or, or things they did on their own. So, I mean, the onus was kind of on the players. So, I mean, for us, you kind of got a glimpse in into um, how bad do they, you know, really want to be a professional football player. There wasn't that that same structured environment that they they were in. Um, you know, they had to do a lot of different things on their own. You know, we, we saw players, uh, you know, some of them built home gyms in their garage and mm-hmm. you know, the, it, it was quite impressive just, uh, you know, seeing, seeing how every player handled the situation and, and kind of adapted to it. And, you know, our, our scouting and, and, and coaching department, you know, just kind of adapted to it, but it really wasn't, uh, you know, overly challenging. The relationship you and, and uh, Sean Burke have with the, sc- the coaching staff uh, is so intricate to this, though, isn't it? I'm talking with Coach O and all the other coaches on the staff, too, about what the needs of the team are, and, and that, which is probably a very moving picture because it's going to change almost from week to week sometimes, isn't it? Yeah, no, there is that, that, that communication. And, you know, we've been t- together um, um, for some time now, especially, you know, a few of the coaches, you know, it's a long time. Um, so, I mean, you have that 
you know, you know what they're looking for in, in different roles in the team. And, um, you know, I think Orlando does a really good job of connecting, uh, you know, the whole organization. Um, it's just, you know, his personality and, and everything he, you know, stands for. I think it, uh, we've all kind of, uh, you know, learned to, to work together and, and kind of make the best decisions for the team. Let's talk a little bit about some of the guys that uh, that you picked yesterday, and, and we'll start right at the top of the list here. Uh, Hamilton, as people recall, had the first pick in the draft this year, and uh, you went with Jake Burt. Uh, now, I, I am a New England Patriots fan. But I, when my, <laughs> that's my NFL team, so I knew this guy. I knew of him anyway, uh, and I, the Patriots actually were kind of high on this guy, but uh, he was on the taxi squad last year on the reserve squad. But uh, this is what happens in football, though, isn't it, Drew? I mean, you know, the, the, the Patriots went out and signed a free agent tight end, and, and that means they have to juggle everything around so all of a sudden Jake Burt was available he was kind of a late entry into the draft but uh, I understand you had your he was on your radar anyway wasn't he yeah I think you know across the league some you know the personnel people kind of knew of him you know during that that NFL draft process uh, the 2020 draft um, you know there was a a chance that uh, you know he he was going to get national status and, and enter our draft um um, but, you know, ultimately he, he was signed as a, a priority free agent by New England. So I think he, you know, he put kind of the CFL on hold at that time. And, mm-hmm. but, you know, even when you talk to him, even from a young age, he kind of knew that there was an opportunity that he was really excited about if it ever came to it to be in the CFL. So I think the, you know, the league, the, the, the teams knew about him, you know, we, we stayed on it and, and, um, you know, when he was when he was finally um, put on our, our draft list, uh, you know, we were pretty excited to have the opportunity to, to select him. Uh, for fans who may not know, he is Canadian. Uh, he was born in Saskatchewan, but uh, grew up in Boston area, and that, that's one one of the reasons why he got so much ink, I guess, in the Boston newspapers because they considered him a local guy. He went to Boston College, and and of course, I uh, signed up with the Patriots. But uh, just judging from some of the stuff I saw on social media from uh, from Jake and his family, they're excited to be here, aren't they? Yeah, no, they really are. Um, you know, Jake, uh, especially, you know, just he, he's really excited. I mean, he's, he, he, he's, you know, a tight end type, uh, body type, but, um, you know, there, there is some versatility there with, uh, you know, maybe using him in, in different roles, kind of, um, you know, whether it's a receiver or, or different things. I mean, he's quite athletic and, and runs well that, you know, there might be some opportunities to use him in different ways in the CFL game that, uh, I know our offensive coordinator, uh, Tommy Condell, is uh, excited about. Well, and that's interesting because uh, there was a period of time not too many years ago where the tight end was almost obsolete. I mean, you know, a lot of teams just tended to go with just a bunch of fast guys and run them down the field. Uh, but, you know, there's those plays over the middle, and, you know, where you got to get some tough yards. And uh, you guys incorporated a, a package for almost like a tight end offense to a certain extent uh, over the last couple of years. So it's not surprising that you'd be looking for a guy like Burt. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, I think most teams um, – would appreciate one we we've got the uh the fortunate uh opportunity to now draft uh two of them the, you know the past uh i guess in the past three years with yeah. uh, nikola kalinich and and now jake bird i mean they're both a little bit different players but uh they're both players that uh, have a role on our team um so i think you know it's a body type that's that's maybe challenging to find sometimes through through uh, our Canadian draft, um, you know, kids that have, uh, you know, the length, the frame, and, and also the, 
the requisite you know play speed um, are, are sometimes challenging to find. Let's talk about some of the other guys too. We're looking for Jake, by the way. Jake Bird's already signed with the Ticats, uh, so I mean that's he's he's sewn up and ready to get into camp. Uh, your second pick uh, from British Columbia, linebacker by the name of Nick Cross. Uh, this is such a pivotal uh, position in in the Canadian Football League, isn't it? I mean, you know, especially for for a Canadian kid. I mean, they understand the field and everything, but you know, to, it's a wide field. It's wider than NFL fields. It's longer than NFL fields, and uh, and the linebacker is uh, almost a hybrid in in the, the game these days isn't it drew i mean they they have to be part defensive back part linebacker part rush end if they have to be a lot of responsibility there and this guy actually played pretty good football out in bc yeah no nick uh nick was excited about him you know like you say uh you know there's some some uh, challenges for the linebacking uh core just on our field size and 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 the game style and everything but uh you know nick um He's a, a great football player. You know, he has has the athletic ability that you know the play speed that you look for. You know, he's instinctual. He's physical. Um, a real competitive kid. He's been very very productive in in the university ranks, and and uh, you know we're excited for him to come in. I mean, he's a a tremendous uh, special teams player to begin with, um, and then kind of as he adjusts to uh, you know the CFL game, you know his we'll see where kind of his role goes from there, but. Uh, you know, he is a really talented uh, player for us. Well, he's an All-Canadian uh, in 2019, his last full year there. So, I mean, obviously, the guy's, he's, he's, he's got the, the credentials to, to, to play ball up here. Uh, next pick, Dean Leonard. Uh, and that, that name may sound familiar. His, his father actually played football in the CFL. Uh, uh, you've had pretty good luck of coming up with defensive backs over the last few years. And this guy, he's, he's of the, kept from the same cloth, isn't he, Drew? Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, Dean... Um... Dean's another, uh, he's a talented player. I mean, he, he's, we drafted him as, you know, a future. Um, so he, he does have another year of school at, uh, uh-huh. at Mississippi that he's go- going to, to go back and, and use. And, you know, he did a, he did a great job. He, you know, during the pandemic, uh, when, when, uh, U sports had, had canceled their season, um, he had an opportunity to go down to, uh, the U S and play. And, you know, he kind of, uh, earned a, a role, on their defense uh, fairly quickly um so i mean that says uh you know just a lot about his ability um you know and the tools that that he has to work with uh, to make that transition so quickly um so you know we're excited to to see how he progresses down there and and uh you know look forward to seeing what the the future holds with him uh when you get into a situation like this, Drew, uh, and we talked earlier about the, you know, the the consultation between you and 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 Berkey and and of course the coaching staff, when you're going down the list here, especially when you get into well, the, the second third rounds, are you looking for a specific position or are you just looking for the best athlete in the, in some of these situations? Yeah, I think it, it's usually, um, you know, we t- we tend to kind of lean towards, um, you know, drafting. I guess you, you'd call it the you know the best player available um type method but uh you know when there are are similar players i mean you will address needs um um so it's kind of a blend of 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 both methods really um but uh you know dean at at that position um to have the opportunity to to draft uh dean leonard i mean we're really excited about getting him there and and uh you know some of the players uh, at that that ability are you know uh, worth the uh, the wait at times. 
and then, I mean, once they get onto the field here in training camp, I mean, it's it's that's where the competition begins. And I mean, I remember talking with uh, Bob Obilovich. I know you worked with Bob years ago, and Bob was the general manager here. And he, you know, it's the old phrase he always used to use, Drew, was, you know, better is better. If we can find a great athlete, uh, bring him in. And, and, you know, if he can compete with the guy that we've already got there, uh, all the better. Maybe push that guy to be better. Maybe this guy is, is going to play instead of him. I mean, that's that's it's all about the competition. It's all about always trying to improve the team, isn't it? Yeah, that's really, you know, how we look at it. Um, you know, you want to keep adding. You know, we're excited about the players that we have on our team that we've been with, and, you know, we, we feel um, really good on that end. But, uh, you know, we have to keep adding players to, uh, to to add to that competition in, say, training camp. And, um, you know, that's kind of our our, our, our goal as a scouting department is, is to keep um, – adding additional pieces uh, to the team and then you know once once everyone's together it's um you know it's it's kind of up to the players that from that point to uh to do their best and and uh, and try to earn a, a role with the team yeah, but you're always looking at depth as well aren't you i mean not everybody's going to be a starter right off the bat i mean even positions while you think you're in pretty good shape oh linebacker as a for instance i mean we've got a pretty good linebacking crew with the tiger cats uh but it's a long schedule and uh you know you just figure hey we're set there you know you're one injury away from something we, we thought we were pretty deep in quarterbacks a couple of years ago too uh, and then jeremiah got hurt and then that caused a whole chain reaction of things like that so you, you need that depth don't you for guys that can step up yeah you really do i mean it's a it's a, a constant um battle with the, the roster is just building depth uh whether it's you know through the unfortunate injuries or you know, just free agency and, and different, uh, you know, s- some players getting older and, and moving on with, with their life. So it's, you're, you're always trying to, to build in that depth through, throughout every position. Um, you know, and each player kind of has their, their own, uh, path that they'll be on, uh, their developmental path. So they'll, they'll they each kind of reach their, their, their peak to be able to play at different moments. So, um, you know, we're definitely, uh, trying to build the depth through, through, through things like the draft and, and free agency and, and everything like that. Uh, a couple of other guys, I know we're just about out of time here. Felix Garon Gauthier, of course, uh, from uh, Laval, which is a football factory. We all know that. Just about anybody that puts on the jersey there, you know, is going to be a great football player. Uh, Jarek Richards. All things considered here, uh, was it a success? Oh, Mohamed Diallo, of course, also, uh, that you signed uh, out of Central Michigan, another linebacker. Were you, were you happy with the, with the way things turned out? Did you, did you get what you were trying to accomplish uh, when all was said and done last night? Yeah, we, we really felt... Uh we felt really, really good how it, it kind of all, um, it all worked out for us. You know, we addressed some, some areas that, uh, you know, we, we wanted to add some depth and competition in and, and also we're able to get some very talented players on the roster. Um, well, so, um, you know, it's exciting times for sure. It sure was. It was uh, fun to watch last night, and uh, the, the excitement and the reaction I've seen from the fans over the last 24 hours on, on social media uh, has been, hey, we can hardly wait to get back into the stadium and back onto the field, too. Uh, I, I, after all the hard work, I hope at least somebody's going to buy you and Berkey dinner out of this. I think you guys did an outstanding job. Uh, Drew, stay well, and thanks so much for spending some time with us today. really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks for, thanks for having me, and, and, and all the best. 
You betcha. Drew Alamang, Senior Director of uh, Personnel, of course, co-manager of football operations with the Tiger Cats, and he and uh, Sean Burke, of course, the guys that collaborate on all of these uh, personnel moves and player moves, uh, in course, a conversation with Coach O and a bunch of the other guys, too. So uh, a really good Tiger Cat team, I think, got a whole lot better with some of the guys they brought in uh, through the draft yesterday. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.